Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, September 20th, and we are indeed back to five days a week with training camp set to begin here very soon. Now, today on the podcast, I want to look back at the prospects challenge over the weekend and some of Don Sweeney's comments thereafter, as well as a check-in on some former Bruins and uh, what Taylor Hall had to say on Friday about David Krejci's departure. Before we get into all that, a quick reminder to please smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed, free to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated. If you are on social media, you can find the podcast at Bruins on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. If you are new to the podcast and not familiar with me, I've been hosting this podcast for uh, almost two years now. I am a longtime uh, Bruins fan, lifelong Bruins fan indeed. I have been writing about hockey for about 16 years. I worked for five years at The Score in Toronto as a hockey news editor covering all things NHL, international hockey, and uh, since then I covered uh, NHL prospects at the OHL level for SB Nation, and like I said, I've been doing this for a couple years, so I'm excited to get season number three here rolling uh, as we look at the Boston Bruins ahead of training camp, and one of the lead-in events to that was the Prospects Challenge in Buffalo, uh, featuring prospects from the Bruins, the Sabres, and the New Jersey Devils. The Bruins played two games over the weekend. Uh, They won one on Saturday against the Sabres. They lost Sunday against the Devils. And uh, on Saturday, it was, well, both days, really. It was Jesper Froden who stole the show. He is an advanced in age prospect. He's 26, signed from the Swedish League in the first game. He recorded uh, two goals and an assist. Uh, He is coming off a 40-point season in 52 games last season with the SHL's uh, Skelleftia, and he, you know, has an outside chance at making the NHL roster, probably destined to begin in Providence uh, as he gets his feet wet at the pro level in North America, but a very good showing, and rightfully so. He was kind of a uh, a man among boys here this weekend. Uh, Samuel Asselin scored a power play goal and added two assists. Uh, he had eight goals in 25 games. Uh, that ranked him second on the Providence Bruins last season. His 13 points ranked third for the Baby Bruins. Uh, Jacob Lauko picked up two assists. Jack Ashan recorded the primary assist on Aslan's power play goal and the secondary assist on Froden's power play goal. He led all Providence Bruins defensemen with nine assists last season and also made his NHL debut and looked very much like a guy who uh, would love to challenge for an NHL roster spot. We all know the left side has more depth than the right side for the Bruins, which might give another defenseman who played this weekend uh, 
a leg up, so to speak. But Ryan Muganil, Providence Bruins head coach, said that uh, we can all see how smart Ashan is. Uh, everything he does has a plan. He's just a different, special player. Uh, he's strong. He's inside. He's just a really good hockey player. Uh, he's a guy that they can celebrate for his offense and celebrate him for how he defends. So that's uh, you know the makings of a special player there. Uh, finally, Brett Harrison and Fabian Lysel both recorded their first points in a Bruins uniform, both 2021 uh, draft picks, of course. Harrison scored the game-winning goal with Lysel adding an empty net goal. Uh, Lysel, of course, went 21st overall. Harrison went 85th. Uh, going back to Froden there for a moment, Ryan Muganel said he spent some time with him, he's super committed to being a better player and getting into the NHL. He's a guy whose game is going to translate very well in North America. One of those players that when he plays with really good players, you're going to see how good he really is. So that's very encouraging, and we'll get to see him playing with very good players here uh, when training camp begins and into the um, exhibition season. Now, Sunday, uh, the Bruins lost 4-3 to the New Jersey Devils with Jeremy Brodeur, the son of Martin Brodeur, in net. Uh, Froden, again, scored two goals. Uh, Fabian Lysel recorded his first assist of the tournament, and Jacob Lauko also added a goal. On Lysel, Ryan Muganel said, I think he felt very comfortable today. He was a little bit of a different player. He's an exciting player. Every time he touched the puck... I got excited, Muganel said. I think he was feeling it for sure. He did a very good job, very good game for him. And there was that one uh, secondary assist that he recorded uh, on a power play goal. I believe Lauko scored that one uh, where he had the puck near the blue line, did a bit of a spin on the guy that was covering him, and uh, was able to make a really nice pass off of that. So very... Uh, encouraging debut for Fabian Lysel in net. Uh, the, the show, so to speak, was stolen by Froden, who had uh, the four goals over the course of two, the two games. And uh, he really will be the one to watch in training camp out of this. Uh, I also think uh, Brady Lyle will be a guy to watch. He, unlike Ashan, has the benefit of playing on the right side, uh, where there is a, a bit more of an opportunity there with only McAvoy, Carlo, and Clifton uh, locked in ahead of him. And I can see him, you know, surpassing Clifton at some point uh, this season or, or very soon at the very least. So, yeah, that's kind of how these guys fared over the weekend. Froden stole the show. Lysel was a guy to watch for sure. He was very impressive uh, with the puck. You can tell that he needs a bit of size and a bit of... Uh, seasoning over here in North America. And to that end, Don Sweeney said that Lysel is likely headed to the WHL uh, this season where he will suit up for the Vancouver Giants. Uh, they own his Canadian Hockey League rights. He is eligible to be assigned to Providence. So, you know, if he blows things away at training camp, it's possible he could be sent to Providence but it looks like they're going to give the 18-year-old the chance to get his feet wet and to get acclimated to the North American game and life over here uh, with the Vancouver Giants of the Western Hockey League. 
And, you know, if you're moving to North America from Sweden, uh, you know, Vancouver is a very nice spot to land, if not uh, Boston. So Lysel likely headed to WHL. Uh, that's unconfirmed at this point. We'll see how he fares in training camp, but that's where uh, management is leaning at the moment. Before we get into some other news and notes for the Bruins, let's talk for a moment about fan tracks. I had my Keeper Fantasy League draft over the weekend where I scooped Fabian Lysel. And Fantrax is a great place to conduct all of your fantasy hockey needs. Uh, right now, you can sign up for free. And as a special offer for the Locked On Boston Bruins fans, you'll be entered to win a signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash Locked On and sign up. Again, it's a great platform for fantasy hockey it's where i conduct all of my leagues and sign up for free today to be entered to win the signed nathan mckinnon jersey by going to fantrax.com slash locked on that's fantrax.com slash locked on direct tv has a great new service for you called direct stream where you can bring all your live tv and on-demand favorites together like never before means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct Stream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Now, after the Prospects Challenge, General Manager Don Sweeney uh, met with the media over Zoom and had some very interesting things to say about uh, the upcoming season. I mentioned Lysel likely headed to the Vancouver Giants of the WHL. That was pretty big. He also said all Bruins players and staff are fully vaccinated, uh, which is great to hear. NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly noted last week that he was confident about 98% of the league's players would be fully vaccinated before the 2021-22 season. The Carolina Hurricanes, Toronto Maple Leafs, Philadelphia Flyers, and Calgary Flames are the only four teams that have announced that they are 100% vaccinated. And now the Bruins join that group. Uh, Connor Clifton contracted COVID-19 on his honeymoon earlier this month. And I spoke a couple weeks ago about what that would mean with the new NHL protocols in place. Uh, so if you're interested to hear that, then uh, you can go back and listen to that one. One other note that Sweeney brought up that was slightly concerning is the fact that Charlie Coyle may be limited to start Bruins camp. Charlie Coyle, as we all know, is in line to challenge for the second line center role uh, with the Boston Bruins, with David Krejci having uh, left and is now playing for his hometown team, Olomouc. Um, so if Coyle, who had surgery on his knee, an injury that had been bothering him. Uh, if he is not at full speed to begin camp, that opens up the opportunity for a youngster like uh, Jack Stanika to take the role, or it opens things up for a depth player like uh, Nick Foligno, Eric Howla to uh, take on those responsibilities for the time being. So slightly concerning that Coyle isn't yet up to speed and 100 percent but uh, you know he's still on track in his recovery and hopefully he is able to get there over the course of training camp speaking of david Krejci, i'm sure you've all seen 
how he's performing for Olamook back in the Czech Republic. He's played four games, five goals, one assist for six points, and he really looks like an NHL player who is, uh, you know, dominating in a league uh, with players who aren't quite up to his level. Now, Taylor Hall spoke to the media on Friday, and I thought it was interesting that he mentioned that he was not certain of Krejci's status for this season before he uh, re-signed with the Boston Bruins. He said, in signing here, I never had a guarantee that Krejci was going to be back. I just wanted to play for this team and help this team win a Stanley Cup, hopefully at the end of the day. Whatever I have to do to contribute to that is what I'll do. I'm sure Smitty, Craig Smith, of course, and whoever we're playing with feels the same. There was some belief that Hull's uh, signing with the Bruins was contingent on Krejci coming back since they had such good chemistry. That doesn't seem to be the case. And he said Krejci not being here doesn't really change his preparation for the year. Uh, He said, my job is to come in and play as well as I can. Whatever line I'm slotted in, hopefully I can drive that line like I have in the past. Whoever the uh, centerman is, I imagine I'll play with Smitty on the right side, and I think we can work with anyone. Uh, So it's great to see Taylor Hall coming in with uh, the familiarity of the Bruins system. He came to Boston 10 days before training camp. He's moved into a place that he knows he's going to be in for a while uh, with his fiance, setting up a home base over the weekend. Uh, you could see on Instagram that he was out with uh, Curtis Lazar and uh, you know a guy that he came over with from Buffalo. So he said it's not something you're going to see on the score sheet the first five games, but mentally it makes things easier for an athlete when he's more settled and more comfortable and can just worry about playing. There's so many great guys on this team. The leadership group really pushes the pace, really drives the bus on what it's like to be a Bruin and how you've got to act around the room. It's an inviting culture, a culture where you've got to work hard and be a good person. You learn what you value, what kind of situation you want to be in, what kind of team you want to play on, and ultimately how you can keep growing as a player and a person. I feel like Boston's a great place for me to do that. Going back to Krejci, he said he's probably having a blast playing back home. You know, we have no idea what it's like to move away to a different continent at 16, 17, not really ever come back and play at home. So I'm sure he's having a blast. Not sure if we'll ever see him back here again. He acknowledged that he's seen a lot of the speculation that Krejci could return to Boston. But honestly, he thinks everyone in the room just wishes him all the best. And finally, on the Bruins, just going back to Studnika for a moment, I've really enjoyed uh, Ryan Muganel's media availabilities. He's very uh, forthright, very engaging, and he said that uh, it had been a while since he ran into Studnika around the rink, but when he spotted him recently at Warrior Ice Arena, he said he was shocked. He saw a noticeable uptick in muscle and bulk over the course of the offseason, which Studnika Uh, spent most of working out at Warrior Ice Arena with Brad Marchand and some of the Bruins veterans. Uh, Mugano said he spent a lot lot of time with Jack. He's a big fan of him as a person, 
The one thing about him is he's a hockey rat. Uh, he wants to get better, just staying in town and making that commitment to getting bigger and getting stronger, and it's really visible. He's definitely put the work in and taken the message of getting bigger and stronger. Uh, will it translate to his game? Uh, Mugino is pretty confident that it will. Jack is one of those players that's knocking on the door. We forget how young. He's still on his entry-level deal. Uh, he's a special player. That one thing that comes out of it is he did what we wanted him to do and got bigger and stronger. Now it's up to Jack. He's going to get some opportunity here. And again, with Coyle perhaps being limited in uh, the beginning stages of camp, that really opens the door for Stadnika to uh, yeah earn himself a spot on this roster. And, you know, speaking of Lysel, he's probably a guy who needs to put in this work like Jack Stanika has and really uh, bulking up before he can make the jump to the NHL level on a full-time basis. Speaking of bulking up, getting that energy, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. There are so many delicious flavors, there's really something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're passionate about their faves. There's coconut, cherry barcia, Raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine. Now, not only are Built Bar flavors great tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, about 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams net carbs, amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Uh, go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bar, the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Before we look around the NHL, I just wanted to follow up on a story from last week with the departure of John Ferguson Jr., Boston's Executive Director of Player Personnel and Providence General Manager. He went to the Arizona Coyotes as an assistant GM. And to pick up the slack, Bruins general manager Don Sweeney said the responsibilities will be spread out and not necessarily filled from an outside hire. He said he feels comfortable in the uh, job that Dennis Bonvi is doing. He'll take on a little bit more of the head scouting role. Jamie Langebrunner and Evan Gold will work in conjunction to handle most of the Providence duties, and they'll see where they're at after that. Uh, probably add somebody at some point in time to augment the group, but several of these guys have been looking to do more, and it's a good opportunity for them. Bonvi, of course, is a pro scout. Gold's title is assistant GM and director of legal affairs, and Langenbrunner is director of player development and player personnel advisor. All right, let's finish it off with some news and notes from around the NHL, and the big news over the weekend was Zdeno Chara agreeing to a one-year contract with the New York Islanders. Financial terms were not disclosed. Uh, the 44-year-old is the oldest player in the NHL, playing in his 24th season. Uh, he recorded 10 points, 2 goals, 8 assists, and averaging 18 minutes and 19 seconds of ice time for the Washington Capitals last season. Uh, he said he loves the game, he has a passion for the game, and believes he can still play. I don't think you need to say much beside having love for the game and having passion for it. Now, uh, Chara here is kind of coming full circle. He was selected in the third round of the 1996 NHL draft by the Islanders. 
Uh, he's since played for the Ottawa Senators, the Boston Bruins, of course, and the Capitals. And, uh, you know, he played four seasons with the Islanders, 97 to 2001, before being traded to Ottawa, uh, along with a draft pick that became Jason Spezza for Alexi Yashin. He said it's kind of full circle. Who would have known this would work out the way it did after 20-something years? Certainly very honored and humbled to be an Islander again. The organization went through some transition over the course of 20 years, but we all see the progress and the positivity with where the team is at. The Islanders beat the Bruins in the playoffs last season. They've been to the conference finals two years in a row where they lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Chara admitted that he did receive interest from teams before deciding on the Islanders. Uh, He said, We obviously had to go through this process where it was taking some time, had some conversations with teams. I believe the Blues were one of those teams. And obviously with my family, we made the decision to go with the Islanders. Discussions with family have been going on all summer. He said, That was very important to me that my family would feel comfortable and ready for me to play another year and be away from them, but at the same time, not too far away. His family, of course, still living in Boston. It's kind of possible that he could be invited to play at the Olympics for his native Slovakia, but right now he said his focus is on being ready for training camp and to begin the regular season with the Islanders. Always hard to play against the Islanders, he said. They're always on you. They play a very heavy game grinding game and they don't give up many chances many goals Uh, we all know that having watched uh, the Bruins in the playoffs this past uh, season and uh, they're a well-structured culture team and for sure they're making a lot of noise around the league we'll see if Chara can contribute to that Uh, hopefully it's same kind of situation where he goes to a team and the Bruins are able to beat them in uh, the playoffs Uh, but we'll see Uh, we won't see as much of him with uh, the Atlantic Division kind of reconstituting itself. Uh, But it uh, will be difficult to see Chara still playing and not with the Boston Bruins. I still think that he should have finished his career in black and gold, but that ship, of course, has sailed. Anyways, that's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Uh, We are gearing up for training camp like i mentioned we are going to five days a week beginning today so smash that subscribe button each new episode will be popped into your feed uh whenever i'm able to get uh, get it going and uh certainly five days a week and uh, training camp right around the corner exhibition games coming up on sunday if you can believe it and i for one am very excited to get a new season of boston bruins hockey going and i hope you'll join me as we talk about the Bruins every day here on Locked On Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, It was my kid's birthday, so we played some Mario Kart on Switch and went out for a sushi buffet. And uh, what did I watch? I checked out The Lost Symbol, which is the new Dan Brown show on Peacock, uh, Robert Langdon. And uh, that's pretty much it, I think. Trying to catch up with some Brooklyn Nine-Nine doing a little reading, enjoying the nice weather, and very much looking forward to hockey coming back very soon. So yeah, happy Monday, everybody, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Go Bees!